Hey, I'm Alex. And I'm Christina. And we're Poor Shoes. Shoes. Featuring Matt. Hello. <laughs> this is our podcast. We want to believe. Where we discuss the complicated and sometimes crazy TV show. The X-Files. You know it. You love it. And now we're going to talk about it. Welcome to episode 12 of We Want to Believe. What is up? <laughs> Uh, back by popular demand, our wonderful guest host, Melody. Hello. Thanks for coming back. It feels great to be back. She's back. We weren't sure if after last week uh, you would return. But then we asked. And you said yes. It so. just worked out for everyone. It just really it? worked out. <laughs> I was so happy that you said yes. Like it could have gone either way. <laughs> it was maybe 50-50. Oh, jeez. <laughs> no, there was like, if Written you ask a yes, no question, eyes, yeah. then it's like 50-50. 50-50 chance. Before you ask. Before you ask. Right. That was a poorly constructed joke. <laughs> <laughs> it was less of a joke than like a truth statement. Some stat lessons coming at you. Yeah. I feel informed. I feel better informed. Odds. These are the things we know. Odds. Um, That's why we win the lottery so often. Do we? That's why we're we're gonna gambling. We did win a three dollars scratch off ticket that I never. Um, you didn't. I never claimed oh, that three dollar. <laughs> maybe if I had claimed that three dollars and then used that three dollars to buy more lottery tickets, then maybe I would have won. Maybe we, we would have won. A cycle. Yeah, but instead I just didn't because I'm lazy. In my living room right now, there is definitely a scratch ticket. Yeah. So. We could be winning. We just, <laughs> we just don't, don't know even it yet. know it. Well, I should really scratch it. You really should. Um. So, what do you guys think of? Uh, what Gooly? are we gonna do for? Uh, <laughs> I think it's pronounced gulai. Actually, <laughs> I can't wait to say gooly about four hundred times <laughs> in the next little while. Gooly. <laughs> <laughs> We're like gooly, straight back gooly. to the mythology. A little bit, kind yeah. of. It was a mixed episode, so I feel like I feel like it's a transitional episode. Mm, yeah, because it's gonna like transition back into the storyline, maybe. Mm-hmm. But like, it was like a hint of like William, Smoking yep. Man, little hints here and there of things to come, things that have been and things that are to come. Yeah, I think we got a lot of exposition. We got some maybe answers or at least uh, theories on on things that we saw in season 10 and at the beginning of season 11. So I thought that was actually kind of nice to get mm. to get some answers. Yeah. Um, so how do you think we should recap? Like, do you want to do... I think Melody should recap the whole thing. By herself. <laughs> wow. <laughs> That's a lot of work that you're just pushing <laughs> off to me right there, and I, I don't appreciate that. I know, I was joking. Share this load. I was joking, <laughs> for the record. <laughs> um, I'm trying to think of a new cool way that we could do it. I, yeah, you know what? I don't think we can do it how we did it last week. Really? We can, but I feel like my problem, <laughs> the reason why I'm saying Melly should do it, mm-hmm. my problem is that, like, if we did that again, yeah. I don't think that I'd be able to do anything to help. I think that everything, I wouldn't be able to say anything. Okay. Interesting. Interesting. Interesting the, theory. The only thing I feel like I could do is maybe fill in a couple gap, like, fill in some gaps here and there. Maybe you guys should do a 30-second recap challenge. Okay. Yeah, I would be yes. willing to do that if if Melody. What do you think about that? I could try. Yeah, I mean, it seems really hard when you guys do it though. I, it's and you guys so, have so much hard. Practice, no, so we don't. Everyone, just suspend your judgment for when I suck at this. Okay, well, like we were just talking about before we started recording, nothing will ever compare to Matt's <laughs> infamous thirty-second recap where he said middle, middle, middle. <laughs> In the middle. <laughs> he and, he started, and he started off like this. Okay. Well. Um, <laughs> okay. Yeah. Um, and then said middle, middle, middle. He wasted about a half of the 30 seconds saying, okay, um, and middle, middle, middle. Yeah. So it can't be worse than that. And so if you know it what? is, then we'll talk about that for the next 12 weeks. <laughs> 
Okay, ready? Wait, who's going first? Yeah. <laughs> what are you even saying? I figured to? that we had already telepathed. We'll go at the same time. Decide. And then you can judge. I think that's such a good idea. No. What if we did a simultaneous can we recap? Try it? Do you want to try it? Wait, a simultaneous recap, like a 30 second recap, but you say a sentence and then I say something? No. No. I, I think we should both say it at the exact same time. And then I have to judge it. What? <laughs> I just, I have oh, wait, a few questions no about this. <laughs> that kind of makes no sense. If Whoever Alex no sense. tunes into and is paying attention to is the person who's going to win. Yeah. Well, then I guess you guys have to yell. <laughs> just kidding. <laughs> okay, fine. You know what? We'll do it the regular way since no one likes this okay, new I, cool idea. I'll go first because I'm a good host. I'm hospitable. Okay. The person who goes second has an advantage. The person who goes second and took notes, like, is at an advantage... Compared to me, the person going first, who said, I'm not going to take notes. I'm just going to watch this episode. And then proceeded to not even really that closely watch the episode. <laughs> I know. If, if, honestly, if people knew how, like, how many things we talked about that weren't X-Files related <laughs> while the show was airing. <laughs> I think that they might actually that. get, like, a sense of that just from listening to our podcast. Because we... Talk 50% X-Files and 50% and, other and stuff. No, it's like 50% X-Files. No, it's like 40% X-Files, <laughs> 10% other stuff, and 50% me saying how I don't know anything about the X-Files. <laughs> okay. That might be a fairer breakdown. Okay, okay. ready, Wait, wait, Christina? no, no, no. I don't remember what happened. Hold on, hold on. I still don't remember. Okay, go. Ready, set, go. Um, These two girls get called to a ship, and then there's a ghoulie... And then they stab each other, and then Scully has a bad dream, and then they figure out that they should go to the ship, and then they're like, oh no, how did they kill each other? The girls just killed each other. They didn't kill each other, though. They didn't die. And then... (laughs) And then... And then... Oh, they both have a boyfriend named Jackson, and then they go to Jackson's house, and everyone's dead. And then Jackson's William, and then William's Ghoulie, and then... Ding, ding, ding. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, it wasn't bad. It wasn't bad. I mean, that's... I don't know if it was good. True. But it wasn't bad. Melody. No, it wasn't good, though. Bad is a relative term. (laughs) So it was good. (laughs) Exactly. Okay, Melody, are you ready? Uh, No. Well, you're going to have to be one, two... Wait, on go. (laughs) Oh my gosh, you're so mean. No, one, two, three, go. Two girls go to an abandoned ship. And then they end up fighting a ghoulie, but then it turns out they're fighting each other. And then um, Scully has a bad dream, which might be sleep paralysis, but then maybe it's a vision. So they go to the ship, and then they interview the girls who have the same boyfriend. So then they go to the boyfriend's house, and there's a bunch of dead bodies. And then Scully thinks it's William because of the dream. And then does a DNA sample and, like, says goodbye tearfully. And then he disappears. And then there's these two other weird agents. Too much detail. Maybe you shouldn't have described the nature of the goodbye. <laughs> it was just like was she fearful. spent like fifteen minutes like crying that at was his like bedside a large portion of the episode, and I really wanted to be rescued from that awkward <laughs> moment. Um. Um. Okay. Well, I think that. <laughs> do you want to fill in the gaps? Yeah, I do want to fill in the gaps, but first, I'd like to name a winner. Oh right. Okay. This is a competition. And the winner will be named. Okay. And the winner is Melody. Really? Why? Yes. You got you got further than Christina did in the story. Excuse me. I said what? Alex, there's something wrong with your brain right now. Honestly. Okay. No one's denying that there's something wrong with my brain. <laughs> I got to the part where William is Jackson is ghoulie. Uh, you know what? You know William, what? William. No, but sh- but Melody got to the part where they did a DNA test and it was William. You know what? Melody's was better. I agree. So she won. So stop trying to contest it. Okay, but I have a concern. What is it? If Matt's not here, do I still get the, you're the best? Yes, you do. I Um, really want that to be after I win. Okay, so (laughs) Alex is going to sing it. I'm going to sing it. So do it right now. We don't have Matt to put the sound clips in. Ready? Because Christina's so lazy. Go. Alex, go. You're the best. Around and nothing's ever gonna end <laughs> No one's ever gonna keep you down. Yeah. 
There you go. That was great. You know what? Congratulations, Melody. Thank you. Wow, that's that's a lot. That's this hard would... for her. <laughs> <laughs> this is the uh, just don't retire undefeated, okay? Because my brother used to do that when we were kids. Oh, he would Every win time... at something, yeah, and then he would like... never play it again. Yeah, we would get one game, like we'd get like a new game, and then we'd play it for the first time. He would just like happen to win, and he'd be like, "I'm retiring undefeated." And I was like, one for one. Like, what a record. That's, wow, that's actually pretty harsh. Isn't, I think it's, I think I feel like that's just bad sportsmanship. Yeah. And well, I feel like, you know, yeah, it is. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Gordy. Gordy. You bad sportsman. We all see ya. Ghoulie. Ghoulie Gordy. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, okay. do you want to fill in the gaps now? Yep. The ghoulie gaps. Okay, here are the gaps that I can fill in. <laughs> Stop stalling. Snow globes. <laughs> oh, snow globes. Yeah. Love them or hate them? Yeah. <laughs> um, Was there a poll? No. Do we have a snow globe poll? No, we didn't. I forgot to but do we're, that. But we're, we're having one now. Okay. <laughs> snow globes. Hate them. Hate tacky, them tacky. How, okay, here's a question for the listeners, poll for the listeners. How many snow globes do you have? One? Five? Zero? Or infinity. So many that you can't count. <laughs> I feel like that's a term. So infinity and so many that you can't count are not the same thing. Or was that the a definition way, of infinity? Head. Like, that's not what infinity is. In my head it is. Like, though. you work at a snow globe factory, so you have infinity snow globes? Yeah, you have never-ending supply. Okay, anyways. That's besides the point. The <laughs> point here is that it seems like the moral of this story is that they found William. He is a shapeshifter. He can create alternate realities and change into other things. He can also make people see other things, turn other people into ghoulies, and well, make I, them attack each other. I think that, yeah, he can't actually shapeshift because it showed him on the video, right? At the end? No, it's, he's just, it's, he can only alter someone's perception. Yeah. But he can, like, get him in their brains and, yes. like... Good correction. I misspoke there. He's not a shapeshifter, but in the eyes of the beholder, he's a shapeshifter. He's a shapeshifter. Um, yeah, and the, like Melody had said, there was a tearful goodbye because they thought he was dead because he shot himself, but because he's like Scully and has alien DNA, he actually can't die. Yeah, so he just woke up and was like, bye, yay, yay. And he was like, ghoulie. <laughs> Did he do that? No. <laughs> no but he did that. go back to the hospital and kissed both of his girlfriends. Yeah. Yeah, I feel like Scully, you know, not going to be happy with the way <laughs> this guy is. I just want to know, like, was he playing the long game with these two girlfriends? Like, so. he knew how this was all going to unfold and it was all part of his plan to, like, lure them both and then, like, ghoulie them? Or, like, did... Like, what? He was, I think that he was just like, yeah, he happened to have two girlfriends, and he's like, what a perfect way to test my abilities. He also <laughs> in a thought that he was being, which he's correct in, that he was being pursued and in danger, and he, his plan for the two girls to hurt each other was to scare them off and, like, run away. Like, I don't know how they would associate that with him, though. And that, oh, I that, he like, the that one, was a way was to, like, save them. Was he the one that them. called them to the ship? Yes. Because that was never yeah. clear to me. Yeah. Yes. Okay. And he was like, Thanks. when he was apologizing like he had to, to have been nearby because he was able to make them see Ghoulie. Right, Ooh. right. I don't think that he can just do it from anywhere, can he? But he can't, no, he can't girl. because he made Scully see that vision. the vision from very far away. So I guess he can. Okay, well that's plain, you know what, that's weird. But they have a special connection, so it's I think that needs to be tested. I think that he was like testing out his powers see how far he could take them and he thought he was in danger so he was like wow really got to get this shit on lock and then he plays dead and then he's not dead and then scully and Mulder are just tampering with evidence constantly stealing snow globes pouring juice on laptops (laughs) stealing information about project crossroads which is weirdly has nothing to do with the Britney Spears Taron Manning movie of the same name. Isn't that just a disappointment? I was very disappointed to find out that it had nothing to do with that. But oh, also, like, is your movie. project name not supposed to have anything to do with the actual project? And they're like crossing human and alien DNA. So like whoever yeah. <laughs> made that name needs to be fired it's immediately. A on the nose. 
that name. See, I wouldn't have thought that. <laughs> but I'm a simpleton. So I wouldn't have picked up on that nuance. I think you need to give yourself some more credit. You need to have some positive self-talk over there, Alex. <laughs> I know. You're right. I think it's part of my charm right now. It's not working. Just being down on yourself? Yeah, no, I'm not down on myself. What is this, a fucking therapy session? It's an interfriendship. I'm fine. It's your turn. I think you need to have an interfriendship right I'm now. I'm fine. <laughs> um, so, what else happens there? So, there's um, actually a nice moment of closure for Scully at the end there, because uh, good old Jackson, Action Jackson, gets to... Uh, <laughs> escape from the DOD and the DOJ eventually. We see the return of the cigarette-smoking man briefly. But they, they flush him out of his life. Mm. So now cigarette-smoking man knows what he looks like and knows that he's on the road and on the run. But what one thing he doesn't know, which I think... I mean, we only found out is that, like, he can make you hallucinate, but it's just the person that's, like, he makes hallucinate. So they captured his real image on, like, a camera. Mm, on the CCTV. And which... I don't know if cigarette-smoking man knows that. So maybe that could be... I guess I just assume that Cigarette Smoking Man has access to everything Me too. That's what I gotta think, too. He knows. He knows everything. He's always one step ahead. But, like, how Because that was their whole point. That was their whole point. Skinner was like, they're gonna find what we need them... What we're looking for. They're gonna find what we're looking for. So, like... Yeah. Anyways, Skinner... So Skinner's back in the game on some level, so he makes an appearance... Him and Mulder have a little chat, but previously he was in the room with Smoking Man. Just like old times. Just hard to know what side Skinner is on still. We can talk about that later. In a segment, perhaps. Mm -hmm. Um, Yeah, and so, yeah, so William a couple times disguises himself as, like, a cute man Mm -hmm. who trips Scully and smashes the snow globe. And then, like, has, like, some profound combo with her. Quotes Malcolm X. Classic teenage move. Yeah. <laughs> All teenagers do that. And then he's, when they see him again at the end, you know, they bump into each other again. And I think Scully sort of recognizes there's something special about this person. He seems familiar. Then they see on the security camera that it is indeed their son, Will I am, <laughs> and they are, I think, pretty stoked about it. I think that one reason why she thinks he's special is because he's speaking in riddles. Yeah, that's a common theme in this show. People just saying things that are like a riddle. Yeah, but he was also just like, he was like, you never know what you're looking for until you get there. It's not yeah. about the journey, the destination, it's about the journey. He's yeah. just, like, saying weird slogans. He's just slogans. full of, like, those type of, what are those saying? They're, like, cliche mm-hmm. sayings. Like, not idioms, but, like, I don't know what word I'm looking for. But anyways, yes, he was full of those, and he just had them at the ready. And, but it worked for, it worked on Scully. She was really feeling it. Yeah, I feel like Scully was a God-fearing super... woman. I think between like the sleep paralysis, sleep paralysis slash visions, mm-hmm. she was just like super vulnerable this episode, you know, super like ripe for like suggestion and stuff like that, and well, like she, she really was... let all her feelings out. Mm-hmm. Pretty rare. I also feel like she really just jumped to the conclusion that Jackson was her son and. I guess that that did turn out to be true, but <laughs> I know I was really at the same time. I was like, true. "How have you? How did? You, how do you're like at this boy that you've never met's like, like deathbed, death bedside? Is that a thing? Death deathbed. Bed. Um, <laughs> but it's not really his deathbed because he was already dead. You're yeah. at his body. You're at his <laughs> body bag. You're side. at his like <laughs> post mortem, <laughs> and you're just like crying and telling. Like, as if he's your son and, like, telling, like, getting out all your feelings out there. Yeah. That was kind of crazy. I think that brings us really nicely into Scully logic or Mulder logic because she's very quick. To assume. Yeah. That, like, that's William. And I was honestly, like, I was not a believer. I was not. Like, just watching, when I was watching the episode and he's in the body bag and he's dead and stuff like that, I'm like, that's not him. Everyone chill the fuck out. Well, especially when it was so creepy when he, like, unzipped himself. Then I knew it was him for sure. (laughs) Then, well, I was like, this guy's, like, evil. 
Mm-hmm. This guy's got like something up his sleeve. Does he seem he's, like well, playing I mean, tricks? He's, he's definitely sneaky as fuck. Mm-hmm. But I don't think William's like evil. I think that well, people want to use him for evil. Son. People want to use him as evil. Like maybe he he'll end up being like a pawn. Is yeah. that what the CSM wants? I think so. To use him as a weapon. <laughs> oh man what i think so it was a good pun it was a good pun i liked it i have a question yep my question is now so his adopted family called him jackson and that's the name that he's been raised with mm-hmm. but to Mulder and scully he's william so like what are we supposed to call him now jillium jillium <laughs> anderson <laughs> Because if you combine Scully, Mulder, and Vanderkamp, you get Anderson. <laughs> Anderson. Anderson. Jillium Anderson. Jillium. I'm gonna. I like the. Uh, I like the whole like William Jackson Gooley. Gooley. I think we should call him Gooley. Honestly. Yeah. yeah. Gooley. 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 Oh my god. I love it. I love it. Um, I kind of wish that the ghoulie played, like, a more of a role. I was just going to say that. Yeah? I wish that there was 20 �����������������������������������������������������������������������������������������������������������������������������������������������������������������������������������������������������������������������������������������������������������������������������������������������������������������������������������������������������������������������������������������������������������������������������������������������������������������������������������������������������������������������������������������������������������������������������������������������
I don't know that girl. And then they both said that there wasn't anyone there with oh, them. Oh, and then they said that they both had boyfriends named Jackson. And Same they were boyfriend. Just like, and then they just left. So I don't think they really followed back up with the girls until it was like, they until they actually knew what, what happened. They didn't debunk Ghoulie. And at first, like when you go into the house, when it's like you're going into Jackson's house and you see the two parents are dead, I thought it was a ghoulie scenario. Yeah. I thought so, too. I thought, but then it turns out it was, like, the department, like, the smoking man's henchman, basically. Yeah, they went to go kill his parents. Rude, by the way. That's a lot, guys. Pretty fucking mean. Why don't you just leave this fucking kid with nothing? I just called them two weird guys in suits in my notes. Yeah. Yeah, That's pretty much One had, like, a real 70s porn stash going, (laughs) which was, like... Cool. <laughs> and then Mulder tells them, keep on cracking wise. You have no idea my state of mind. Another great riddle moment. <laughs> Just like, what does that mean? Keep on cracking wise. You have no idea my state of mind. I just, this is the part where, and I said this last week too, that everything is like a word jumble. Mm-hmm. And you have to like decode it and like mix the words around and spit them out a different way for it to make sense. <laughs> I don't know that that makes sense no matter how much you scramble it. Oh, I'm gonna try it. Can okay. we see it written down for a second? Where does it say that? Uh, keep <laughs> keep my state of mind wise. You have no cracking mind. <laughs> no, you have no cracking. <laughs> It makes more sense. That makes, makes more sense. More sense. Yeah. Good job. You solved it. <laughs> you solved it. Good work. Everything is revealed. Oh, thanks, guys. Um, I do have some comments about a raspy Scully. Oh, okay. And her absence from this episode, but instead we got, like, breathy Whisper Scully. <laughs> whisper Scully <laughs> was like, present. She just whispered 100% of her lines. She got, like, she's got, like, sexy phone phone operator Scully, you know? It's I like, like her, it. like, she's like, hello. <laughs> Hello. Who are you? Yeah, she is quite breathy, quite if whispery. Are, if you are who I think you are. She's like, let me tell you a whispered <laughs> Let speech. me tell you a whispered speech. <laughs> In tears. <laughs> Through um. my tears. Um. Yeah, what about like grumpy Scully? I feel like she was grumpy a lot. I feel like she yeah. had sleep paralysis and bad dreams, and then she didn't sleep, and she was sleep-deprived and tired, and, like, just not thinking all that straight. Stealing snow globes, just going with her gut. I don't know. You know, Scully has gotten a lot less scientific. Yeah, there's been a dramatic approach. decrease in her science. I mean, to be fair, you can't really do a postmortem when the body vanishes. <laughs> <laughs> that is true. That is true. But, like, for all the time that she spent sitting there crying, she could have done it. <laughs> she could have done the examination, probably. That would have been interesting. I wonder what she would have found, like, this bullet, like, dislodging itself. Like, I wonder how it heals. Like, he probably would have woken up. While but she was doing it. Did he actually shoot himself, or did he just pretend he to shoot himself? Oh, good no, question. I think he like, did, did he just himself. alter reality? Because when he, when he got up, there was, like, an exit wound in his neck. Oh. But was that just the altered reality? Good no, question. No, because Good he was question. alone. He was alone. He got up out of the body bag and there was like so much blood in the back of his neck. And that was something that only the viewer was seeing. So only I the guess. viewer was seeing it. So I think he did shoot himself, but he didn't die. But how would he know that he wouldn't die if he shot himself? Mm, good question. Maybe I don't he's think he tried shot it before. Maybe he's been shot before. Maybe people would try to kill him before. His other his other girlfriends? Probably. <laughs> Seems like he'd be someone worthy to fucking kill. <laughs> oh, it's a very boy is mine scenario, isn't yes. it? With William Jackson and his two ladies. Um, what about Skulder Watch? I think for Skulder Watch, it was mostly just the bond that they share um, when it comes to their missing child. It was nice when Mulder came in um, at the end of Scully's crying scene and she asked if he'd overheard and he said he'd heard enough and then he said she didn't have anything to apologize for or like be sorry yeah. for. She she did she did put him up for adoption to protect him. Mm-hmm. And that did not work. Mm-hmm. Well it worked for like 
how old is he? 16? Like, worked yeah, for six, 17? Like worked yeah. for, like, 17 years? You did the right thing, Scully. Don't second-guess yourself. And, yeah, I think you're right. I think that it's very sweet to see the compassion Mulder shows to Scully when it comes to William. I think my favorite Scalder moment was how they both just tampered with the crime scene. Yeah. Like, an unspoken plan between them. Just shows, like, that they're on the same wavelength about William. Yeah, they're like, we're fucking, we're fucking with this shit, right? We're good with that? <laughs> they just get into the bedroom, and, like, that's the first thing they say. They're like, we're just gonna fuck shit up, right? That's why we're here. <laughs> uh, you thinking what I'm thinking? Yeah. <laughs> Love Mulder's shout-out to the dark web. Uh, yeah. <laughs> to slip that in. Yeah. What did he say he got off of there? Like... Got some stuff from, from the, the dark, dark web. web. Like, what stuff was it, though? And it was like, I don't know, it was like some... It just looked like... Data. Gibberish. <laughs> data. Just some general data from data the dark points, web. And it was like... And then, like, they pulled out another laptop, and then there was, like, a USB stick, and then it there was Project Crossroad stuff, but I'm not really sure how all that stuff connects to provide the Project Crossroad information. Oh, yeah, like, how did, how did Mulder find out about Project Crossroad's before Skinner told him. Because he it was on, on William's the, computer. Either oh. the dark web or William's computer or something like <laughs> One of those. That. One of those. It's very nebulous. And then once he got the information, he spilled pop on the laptop so that the DO, oh, right. okay. Sorry. DOD wouldn't, wouldn't get involved. It wouldn't know what it was. And yeah, they just... I think that's great. That's a great Scalder watch moment of them just being like... They're like, I like my whole question of this whole episode most of the time is, are they in the FBI or are they faking it? <laughs> I thought they weren't, but they are. And I'm just like, they every time they flash, they flash a badge and I'm like, is it fake? Yeah, I don't know. Because who assigned them that case? Like, do they just operate independently? Yeah. Like, they don't have a supervisor. They just take whatever they just cases sh- they want. And they just yes. like, also, were they invited to the investigation on the ship or did they just go there because Scully dreamt it? I also don't understand that part. There's also, like, abuse of power in that, because I feel like if you go into somewhere and you just flash your badge, like, I don't know if that's grounds to just do whatever you want. Like, I think you still need, like, some sort of warrant for things. That's a good question. I wonder when the FBI gets to, like, take jurisdiction over a case. Mm Mm-hmm. Once it becomes, like, of federal nature. Like, once it, I think, once... So yeah, once but it, like, like once it like crosses state, state lines, line. yeah, I think so. And but can you just go into any place and be like, "Yo, give me your fucking security footage"? I don't know if it's legal, but I think it would work. That's what I'm saying. I'm saying <laughs> I think there's like an abuse yeah. of power that happens yeah. with Mulder and Scully because they'll just go anywhere and be like, "FBI, see you later." But like you know, you or I could try that. We could all make badges and just go in places and be like, "Show in, me your security footage." As a as a experiment for this podcast, I would definitely do that. Yeah? Can we get arrested, <laughs> Whose CCTV footage would you like to view? I don't know. Christina? Like 7-Eleven? I would like that, too. 7-Eleven on Queen? I don't think I want to know what goes on in a 7-Eleven. Oh, okay. Ritz-Carlton. <laughs> what kind of... Like, Lobby. Is that where Paul Godfrey lives? At the Ritz-Carlton? No, he lives at the Four Seasons. Right. Maybe that, then. Yeah. <laughs> The gym. The CCTV at the gym. <laughs> nope, I'm good. <laughs> the four good. seasons. I would find that very stressful. Uh, um, okay, so here's what we're going to do. Make fake badges. Mm-hmm. Let me just put this on my to-do list. Okay. Make fake badges. Use them. Okay. Report back. <laughs> it's a plan. It's got three steps. A beginning, a middle, and end. <laughs> middle, middle, middle. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> uh, um, what other segments do we do? We already talked about Grumpy Scully. We talked about Raspy Scully. We talked about Breathy Scully. I have one. Yes. Go ahead. Skinner. Yes. Good or bad? Um, I think Skinner is... I think he was leaning... I don't know. It was weird because I think seeing him on the phone with Mulder hanging up and then the smoking man is like in his office already was a very throwback to like mm-hmm. early, early X-Files. Mm-hmm. At which point... I don't know if Skinner was, like, was Skinner bad or good at that point? Like, and did he even know, like, what the Smoking Man was up to? It's true. Like, he's less good or bad than he is just, like, a loyal... Employee. <laughs> to, like, whatever the fuck he thinks he's supposed to be doing. Like, he's just doing what he thinks he's supposed to be doing and, like, what he's told by higher-ups. So, I don't know. Yeah, it's like, it's like, yeah, it's this, this battle between is Skinner on 
Skulder's side? Mm-hmm. Is Skinner on CSM's side? Or is Skinner just on no one's side? I feel like Skinner's playing both sides right now. Mm-hmm. Because he's knows a bit of Smoking Man's evil plot. Mm-hmm. So he's, you know, along for the ride on that side, doing his evil bidding, etc. But he also he also he knows how to play Mulder like a violin, I feel. Yeah. He knows how to push all his buttons. So him saying like, you know, drop this case, you gotta come back. He mm-hmm. knows Mulder that's just gonna make Mulder want to investigate it further and stay there and like follow all the leads that he can. But I also think that he it's possible that he was trying to warn Mulder mm-hmm. to be like like we were talking about earlier about like if you continue with this like he will always be one step ahead of you. So if you continue to investigate this, they're going to like they'll get to it before you do. So mm. it's hard to say if um if if Skinner is yeah, like if he's trying to if he's listening to the it's the it's the classic Snape yeah. scenario. Like if he's listening to the bad side so that he can help the good side. Mm-hmm. But I think it's more like he's playing both sides right now because maybe he feels like if he does that properly, he will be well positioned to like insert himself on that side when once he figures out like which he wants which to one choose. he wants to be on and like what would have a better outcome for him. Because right now it's still very like muddy and even scully was saying like maybe the visions that i thought i had weren't predictions of the future maybe it was just william or whoever like trying to get my attention and just putting things there like it doesn't i think i don't know how they kind of realized that about him but they were like maybe it's not yeah it's not like a vision it's not like um what's that called premonition a premonition it's just like someone's just making me see stuff and maybe that's not even gonna happen because it felt like a foregone conclusion for a long time, right? Mm-hmm. But then somehow they realized it was like an alternate reality or a vision. So, okay, so then have we concluded that the whole contagion thing was actually like not... Potentially, here's what I'm thinking. Potentially, the contagion thing is not real, but the CSM wants them to think it's real, which is why they don't want him them to get to William. Yeah. But because then, he's used William to create it. Okay, so that's interesting, because then that means that William would have, like... But he says that he doesn't know who this woman is that he shares his connection with. He says, it could be my birth mom. Yeah. So then that kind of... I like that theory, but it's like... Then he would have had to somehow have some kind of contact with the smoking man who, like, gave him this narrative yeah. and was like, project this... And he knows people are after him. Right. So it's like, maybe he has more information than we think. Yeah. That's true. What do you think? I'm just taking it all in. I'm <laughs> trying to formulate my own theories. Mm. I don't know. I mean, William's still a bit... Yeah, it's a bit confusing. And he obviously knows something's up. And he knows he has these powers. Like, how did he discover that he had these powers? Yeah, that's true. Well, it's interesting because he was seeing that shrink and describing his, like, detailed visions about the pandemic to her. Mm-hmm. But then at some point, he obviously figured out that, no, these are, like, powers, and I need to just practice them and get good at them. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And wasn't taking the medication and just gave up on the, like, I'm crazy theory. So do you think maybe he was taking the medication since he was a child? No, I don't think so. Because, like, it just, yeah, it just seems weird that he wouldn't have stumbled across these potential powers in some other way. Like, why is this all coming up now that suddenly he has this connection with Scully? It's pretty convenient for the smoking man. Well, I think it all is connected to him, right? Because the smoking man created the pandemic from his DNA. Mm -hmm. But also, like, I think the reason the smoking man is after him is because his DNA can also provide the cure. So if smoking man, like, knocks him off or otherwise gets him out of the way then his evil plan can But aren't there, like, unfold. a bunch of people who have alien DNA at this point on the Earth? Yeah, but maybe because it the pandemic's created with William's DNA, they need that exact one. Maybe. Oh, yeah. I don't think so. You don't think so? I think that, like, 
just the general alien DNA is what they said was, like, the antidote. So, I I don't know. Anyways. I I thought that's why, because in the first episode, Scully was like, I have to find William, because William's the only one that can cure Mulder, who's going to get this pandemic. But because why can't is, it, she? is it because Scully doesn't realize that she has alien DNA? I know. Like, what's why the can't deal? She, I don't get it. And they already have the antidote. They already have it. The CSM already has it. He has it like in his hand, and he has enough to like cure a bunch of people. <laughs> so like, maybe he got that from William already. Yeah, I think it's fair to say that Smoking Man must kind of know where he is, or or, or no, they said that he they're trying to flush him out, or that he he's had. Oh, I think it's know. possible that the Smoking Man has had previous contact with William. Here's something, though. What do you think we can learn about William's character from the fact that we learn kind of, like, a couple things about who he has become, and, like, he has an interest in Malcolm X, he has an interest in pickup artists, and soda pop. Can we glean anything about his character from those things, do you think? That he's a teenager, and he... (laughs) Like, I don't think it's as much as it's like, oh, wow, Malcolm X, that's kind of, like, advanced theories and thinking for a young person but I do think like teenagers especially a lot of the times like introverted or shy teenagers who maybe don't have like a bunch of friends do get deep into like some sort of political theory or like idolize Mm -hmm. somebody and so I don't think it's that far I think he's I think it just seems like he is pretty much a regular teenager who has these powers and now he's using them and Uh, We don't know how long he's been using them. We don't know how he knows about them. We don't know much about him. I do just want to say that he has some moral development in one department. That's not in Which is like, if you're going to have two girlfriends, they should know about each other and be okay with that. Yeah. That's the way forward. That's the way. You need to have honesty in your relationships, William. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I agree. I think it's weird, though, too, that if he knows that people are after him i guess maybe he only figured that out after he already had two girlfriends because why would you want to make you know an extra person in danger yeah people are like harassing you yeah but that just goes to show again he's just a teenage boy true 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 in a lot of ways just a regular teenage boy just like harry potter you know (laughs) did harry potter ever have two girlfriends No. no but he like he had like you know a lot of teen angst and Mm, like teen drama in his life and you might be the chosen one but you still are an adolescent <laughs> um what other segments do we have now we've done a lot welcome to this segment where we talk about twitter polls that we made while the show was on and we ask people questions about the x-files and the current episode and we love getting their responses here is one of them. The question was, is Jackson Gooley? <laughs> <laughs> and the options were yes, no, and medium, mm-hmm. as per usual. <laughs> 40% said yes, 40% said no, 20% said medium. Oh, we got more of a split this time. Yeah. Well. We were wrong. Well, we were wrong. We were correct. Because I feel like pretty early we were like, Jackson is Gooley. But we're not, but he wasn't, though. He's not physically ghouly, but right. he is the essence of ghouly. He's yeah. manifesting ghouly. Yeah. So in, so everyone was right. He's the puppeteer. Yeah. So I think every person who answered our poll was right. So thank you. There's Yeah, exactly. It's a mixed bag. Yes, no, maybe. <laughs> it's a win-win-win kind of poll. Yes, no, medium. And medium is, I feel like, actually the correct answer. Yeah, actually the most correct of all was medium. Because he's not... (laughs) Turns out the correct answer when it comes to the X-Files is just medium. Always medium. (laughs) Medium! Middle, middle, middle. Okay. Um, I can't remember any other segments. Special effects. Special effects! I mean, there weren't that many effects. Ghoulie? Yeah, just ghoulie. I think it was like a big monster. Yeah, he, re- he reminded me of the Demi- Demi- Demogorgon. Demogorgon? Mm-hmm. Demogorgon? Mm-hmm. Some Stranger Things vibes. Stranger- he gave me Stranger Things vibes for show. And it was like, I said it looked like a big ant, but Christina said it looked like a big scorpion. I feel like that was more accurate. Mm-hmm. And, and it was like gross. a big white scorpion. It wasn't white. Too many what what color was it? It's black. It was white. It was white? It was like grayish whitish. It was like translucent weird skin. Really? Yeah. Oh, what? I thought it was black. What were you seeing? I don't know. I'm blind. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. 
know. I'm gonna look it up. I don't know. I get no. I believe you. You both think it, so I think I'm wrong for sure. But interesting. Hmm. Um. Best. Okay. So what else happened? What else happened that was like special effectsy? Hmm. Nothing. Nothing really, eh? Nope. That zipper was pulled down in a real creepy way. <laughs> That's not special. Well, it was especially creepy. I wrote in all caps, creepy motherfucker isn't dead! <laughs> <laughs> um, okay, what about overall ratings? I give it 100 ghoulies out of 100 ghoulies. <laughs> wow, okay, that's really great. Do you want to expand on that? <laughs> um, I like this episode. I feel like it was the perfect balance of storyline and investigative X-Files work. I appreciated it. It wasn't super silly like the last episode. It wasn't super scary like the episode before that. And the two episodes before that were super storyline heavy and way too intense and just panic, panic, panic. And this episode had a little bit more of a balance to it. I would say other than Scully's 15 minute crying scene, it's okay to cry. It's okay to mourn stuff. Um, that's not what I'm saying. I just, I think it made me uncomfortable because she never does stuff like that. Mm -hmm. Like she, mm -hmm. it's rare to see her so emotional. And I think that made me feel a little bit uncomfortable, but I think that's just my problem. I thought it was a great episode. I liked it. Awesome. You? Um, I'm going to go ahead and give it nine Damogorgons out of ten ghoulies. Because I agree with pretty much everything Alex just said. I think it had, it mixed in the overall mythology. It had a bit of a feeling of like a Monster of the Week kind of episode. Mm -hmm. It brought in the William arc. It brought it back Smoking Man. So um, it wasn't too silly. It wasn't too scary. Um, it answered some, some overarching questions. It gave us some satisfying moments just like within the episode. I didn't, I didn't love Sad Scully, mm -hmm. but um, I guess it kind of makes sense. I mean, we've seen her really struggling recently with the fact that they did give William up, and you do see so much regret. Like, it's not, it didn't really come out of nowhere, right? but um, just to see, like, she wasn't even sure at that point that it was him, you know, and she was already just, like, opening up, but I guess she's just been holding back all these feelings for so long, and, like, she's had a rough go of it, so it kind of makes sense. And yeah. um, I'm trying to think of, like, what it could have had. That, and it had Scully in bed with, mm -hmm. like, a midnight caller. Mm -hmm. So it had some of my favorite tropes in there. Yep. Um, what could have made it perfect? Uh, tombs? I don't know. <laughs> Ew. Ew, not tombs. Not yeah. tombs. I don't want to think about him. Now I'm going to have nightmares. No, you're not. It's going to be fine. Okay. Thank you for saying that. Melody, rating? Um, Rating. I think I give it 4.5 soda pop cans out of 5 Malcolm X quotes. Nice. Mm. Uh, yeah, for all the reasons you guys said, it, it was a well-paced episode. Um, it had a little bit of, like, everything and everyone. Mm -hmm. it, it started with an interesting mystery that kind of opened up into the larger mythology and arc of the season there was a satisfying sort of conclusion to the episode but like left it wide open for wherever they go next just yeah it's set up because this is like sort of midway through this season right? yeah this yep. is episode right. five so yep. yeah so i i think it set it up well for the remainder the remaining half of the season i think that's really well said and i think that Definitely. it did remind me of the the intro i really love the intro because it was one of those um I love those, like, immediately immersive, just, like, drop you right into a random scenario mm -hmm. openings that we always used to get, um, which is something I really like, that it's just, like, and you just know, you know a bit more than Scully and Mulder at that point, and um, I thought it was actually a really cool, a really cool opening, that they just, like, <laughs> went to this old, weird, abandoned ship, and then, like, fell through the deck and, like, Beat just each stabbed each other, like, that <laughs> is so dope. That's a question that I have, is, like, okay, so he's showing them the ghoulie. Mm -hmm. William slash Jackson's showing them the ghoulie. But did he break the 
Did he yeah. cause the floor to break? Yeah, so like that how they did he get them to both fall like, down? Yeah, I don't know. That that's I a mystery. I don't know. That's a mystery. And then like also his explanation for like why didn't you make them stop seeing the ghoulie when they started beating the shit out of each other? And he's yeah. just kind of like, I just couldn't control it. And there yeah. was so much blood everywhere. And I'm yeah. like, dude, you got to like start a little smaller with your experiments. <laughs> maybe not on humans. Like, yeah, maybe just yeah. rats or bunnies or beta not fish bunnies. or something. I mean, beta fish already do that, though. Yeah. So you just show them each other and they just go, fuck you. Yeah. <laughs> so... Yeah, I and I, my other my other um, criticism of the episode is I felt Mulder was a little played down, mm-hmm. and yeah. like he was not in full Mulder no. style, except for when he says that weird thing about <laughs> whatever he says. What is, what is it? Yeah, keep keep cracking wise. Keep cracking wise when he says that, <laughs> and when he spills the pop on the laptop, like those are both really classic Mulder weird Mulder moments. But he was. Kind of a little bit in the shadows of this episode. But yeah. I feel like the previous episode focused on him a little bit more. Like, he was the one that had that big showdown with Dr. They in the square. True. Yeah, true. So I feel like it was Scully's time to shine. Yeah. Let her think? have her moment. <laughs> yeah, I know. I, I, I totally agree with that. Um, and I don't... But I just, like, I don't even think Scully was that Scully because she wasn't, like, super scientific Scully. And she was, like... Mm-hmm. You know, it was it was a different side of Scully, and then I guess it was a different side of Mulder. But anyways, I, again, like, that doesn't take take away from my rating, because I still think it was, like, probably the best episode of the season so far. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think you're right. I think I think you are right with that. Just one remaining question of, mm-hmm. are they actually FBI agents? <laughs> yeah, we're still wondering. Please someone tell are us. Are they employed by the FBI? <laughs> Who signed those checks? Um... Well, thank you so much, Melody, for filling in for Matt again. We really appreciate it. It's my absolute pleasure. You're a total pro, and we are just so thrilled to have you. And I think that in good news for all of those people that are missing Matt, he will be he will be back. His spaceship dropped him off just I think tonight, safe yeah. and sound. Um, so you know, once they do the. Uh, I don't know, radiation testing? Or what do you got to do when someone comes back yeah, from... Yeah, you got to know how high their levels protocol. Yeah, yeah. Then we'll, we'll see him again. I'm so excited. So that'll be nice, too. Welcome back, Matt. Welcome back, Maddie. Um, <laughs> cool. Well, then, I guess, uh, I guess we'll chat with you guys next week. Mm-hmm. Until then. Bye-bye. Later days. Tune in next week when Skinner goes missing after being forced to confront his past. Mulder and Scully try to track him down as their mistrust of him increases. Oh my god, that sounds dope as fuck. Maybe some Skinner questions are gonna get answered. Skinner's backstory? Does anyone have any clue? I don't know, but I want to know where he got that beard from. Good question. (laughs) Um, also, if anyone can guess what the name of the episode is, I'll give them five dollars. Wow. Like, me and Melody? Yeah. Oh. Skinner box. What's your guess? Skinner... I hardly even know her. The episode is called Kitten. No. (laughs) Okay, bye.